something that is uh, negative or an issue that we have to work through, that's when the different points of view and stuff really start to come into play. That uh, it just almost seems that so many times that it's so much easier to just walk away from it than actually deal with it. And, you know, we are growing up in, or our kids have grown up and continue to see that path that it's more common than not to uh, see children of parents who are divorced than parents that you know, stick together. And it is actually statistically shown too, is that uh, those that get remarried again, that the chance of that marriage ending is even higher than it was the first time that they got married. And the reason is, is that uh, it was, you know, you wound up getting out of that situation to begin with. So, you know, you set yourself up for that, well, you know, I, I wasn't willing to put up with it in over here, so I'm not going to put up with it here. And so I'm just going to walk away from it. And so it becomes easier and easier to, rather than stick it out and, uh, you know, figure out how to work through that, that the choice of walking away is so much easier than sticking to it. And it's the same way when you see so many people have you know, multiple different companies they work for is that it used to be a point in time where uh, you know, people were with the same employer from the time they got hired until the time they retired. And there's many, many reasons why there's so many different people going from different company to a different company. Maybe they can decide that they lose interest or company downsize and there's those things. But I think that too is that one of the key ingredients of why there is company hopping is that uh, people don't want to deal with personality conflicts or they don't want to have to try to work through something. And so it's easier to, you know, find a way out of that situation than it is to try to stick with it and try to figure out how we can get through that. So, uh, you know, I wanna to touch on a bunch of different areas that we can definitely look at as to you know, why is it that that tends to be the tendency and what are the key ingredients to making a relationship successful? Uh, and, you know, I think that, um, I myself and I'm sure many of you out there have found too is that um, it's easy to find a relationship and you know it's all fun and exciting and doing all kinds of things you know up front um, and you just kind of think that it's supposed to kind of keep on that life of its own and a relationship takes work and if you want it to be a successful one it's a commitment on both sides to, to want to commit to working through that process. But just like our kids don't come with a manual, is that when we enter into a relationship, neither one, either yourself or that other person, comes with a manual, right? They, You don't know all the ins and outs of them, and the only way that we find out about how they work and how they function is through trial and tribulation, right? So. But it just seems to me that there's a better way to approach that is that when you are going into a new relationship or you've been in a relationship and are married or you've just you know made a commitment to be together and stuff is that um, you know there needs to be an understanding between the both of you of you know, is your objective you, you decide you want to be together so it's would be an obvious statement to say, okay, yeah, I want to be with this person. I don't want to have to look for somebody else. I don't want to be with somebody else. I want to I enjoy, enjoy so many of the things about this person, the things that we do together, what it is to be together. And so I want to make that well, just like anything in life that we're looking to achieve, uh, achieving a successful relationship, that it takes work. And it takes a commitment on both parts to want to 
make that relationship successful. And one of the things that I found as I was spending some time looking up the keys to success to a, to a successful relationship is that um, it is that one of you always being in love with the other person you don't like them at the because there can be many many things that come up that you don't necessarily approve or think is right or upset you or annoys you about what that other person is doing um, but as long as there's still love there that when even though uh, that you know annoyance or aggravation or madness you know dissipates you still look at that person as somebody that you want to be with, somebody you want to spend the time with. And those are the things that is what brought you to want to be with that person in the first place. So continuing to remember those things, even in a disagreement, is one of the biggest things in being successful is that knowing that no matter what, um, it's somebody that you couldn't imagine not being with that person. And you're in the midst of being at the maddest with them. And at that point, you're like, well, I don't want to deal with that. Think about something that you've done with that person that you really, really enjoyed. Or something that you've gotten through together that you sat there and said, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe we made it through it. But look at what we did. Look at what we accomplished. Remembering those things are the things that are actually going to uh, get you through, and it's it's a it's a building stone. It allows you to have something to build from. Is that you take what you've learned and you incorporate that, but it has to be a conscious effort on both sides. A relationship cannot exist, whether it be in your personal life or in your business life, it's, if it's just one sided. If one person is carrying everything, then whether it's personal or business, it can't succeed. It has to be a dual effort. Both people have to be willing to put the time and effort in in order to be successful. So what are some of the important traits that are important in a successful relationship? Is that there has to be trust. There has to be honesty, respect, communication, loyalty, happiness, um, Compromise, safety, those are all things that when you live, put them on the list, seems really easy to list. And it says, oh, yeah. But when you actually start taking it apart and start looking at it, um, it really, really gives you an opportunity to look at where, where do you sit in all of those different things? How do you look at a relationship, whether it be your personal life or business, of, you know, how do you approach that. You know, are those things that you're willing to work on? Um, or are those things that, you know, are not important values to you? Um, if not, well, then that's just who you are. But then you may find that uh, you will continually be in a state of an unsuccessful relationship, whether it be in your personal life or in your business life. Because if you don't feel like that there's any effort that needs to be put in in your part with building trust with somebody, uh, with being upfront and honest with them, um, finding out how to communicate with them. Uh, and communication is such a huge, huge, huge thing when it comes to uh, personal relationships and with business relationships. People have a different thought process. And I know that myself personally, uh, you know, I definitely have a certain thought process that comes from being somebody who has been in a career uh, for a really long time where I was a you know independent salesperson and I traveled and I saw my customers so you know for myself uh, you know I developed my own schedule I you know set certain appointments for myself on my own time to see my own customers I marketed, came up with marketing plan for myself that I thought that would work for my customers to 
attain my goals. You know, I gave presentations and put presentations together by myself for the way I thought they should have been done. There's a lot of things that I did on an independent basis, and I was a single parent. So I there again had nobody that I had to um, interact with, nobody that I had to you know, find out you know, what their thoughts were on anything, whether it be something at the house, whether it be something with my kid. I, I didn't have to do any of those things. So uh, I've spent many, many years not having to compromise my thoughts, desires, or wants. Uh, that's not, you know, and, and that's gone both ways. You know, it has helped me be a very strong, independent person and being able to make decisions that need to be made and then understanding that whatever decisions that I made, obviously if I was the only one involved in that decision making, then I'm the only one that's accountable for whatever the you know, consequence is if something goes awry. So getting into uh, a relationship and then getting married so far down the road after being single, um, it is something that I know on a personal level that uh, learning how to compromise is a huge, huge struggle for me. It is probably one of uh, the biggest uh, negatives that I have about myself bringing into the relationship is that uh, compromise is hard to do when you haven't had to do it. Uh, it is, uh, you know, I have a whole thought process of my entire professional career of not ever having to, uh, on a day-to-day -day basis, have to be accountable for any move I made. Now, did I have bosses? Yeah, I had bosses, but I would just give them a summary of what I've done, and then they would give me some feedback on you know the things that I had been doing. And then obviously, whatever sales numbers I had spoke for themselves, and we were able to have discussions on that. And you know, I ran my personal life on my own, so you know, I just continually set myself up for never having to ever think about the other person because there was there was no other person. The only person I had to work with and figure out with is that on the business side, when it came to working with customers, is looking at what was their goal? What was, uh, was they were looking at to get from uh, the products that I was selling? You know, what did they need? So I had to not necessarily compromise. I had just to, you know, in order to have that business, I had to one, um, be able to meet the expectation that they were looking for. Uh, number two, I had to be willing to uh, do all the things that they were looking at. And once I could meet all those criteria, if there were things that uh, needed to be tweaked, that the way that they had it written up, then that was then something I had to work with them on and you know get to see what it is that they had flexibility on and what is it they didn't have flexibility on and so you know from that point of view um, I'm not necessarily sure that that would fall under compromising that is more of working out a business relationship of you know of changing around how uh, you know the the program would work um, but again, it takes an effort on both sides, and it is important in a work relationship, um, whether it be your coworkers or whether it be the customers or clients that you're looking to attain, is that figuring out you know, what their particular person's personality is in one scene, you know, does your personalities work together? You know, is it a workable one? Is it a personality that clashes that just can't work? With. And sometimes in all my years of working is that uh, you know, sometimes if you cannot seem to come to a point of view that you guys can both work from, um, some business, no matter how good it is, is not worth the amount of aggravation or the amount of um, problems that would 
continually be created uh, being in that you know business relationship and it took me a long time to you know figure that out because when I was starting out in business being in sales everything was the best opportunity in the world you know going and go for it you know and and you know somebody who would be the smallest account for me with the smallest amount of of revenue back from that um, took us just as much effort as somebody who was a really big account and you know you have to look at that and say what what is your return in that? you know and sometimes maybe it's not a monetary return maybe it's that you have found out that they have relationships with somebody else that has a bigger piece of the pie that you're looking to gain and so you know working that relationship um and giving it some time and stuff and doing the things that are necessary so that you can get to where it is you're trying to go you're going to have to put in but then there's other times that i learned that there wasn't it wasn't going to go anywhere it was just a very small piece of business that had no other attachments to it and you know it wasn't working well that that working relationship there was just it was like butting heads constantly and you know it took me a long time to realize that um, that was a relationship that wasn't worth staying around for that um, I needed to count my blessings of what it is that I I did have in business and learn how to let certain business you know go away and be able to then once you uh, walk away from a certain amount of business is that you know when one door closes another door opens for another opportunity and if I kept putting all my eggs in that basket it was not going to allow me to have other 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 opportunities that I was looking at and you have to be able to look at the whole picture what is the bigger picture what is it that is your goal and that works in your personal life too especially when you're looking to um, start getting out into the dating world and you're dating people and stuff is that you know what is your bigger picture what is it that your goal is because if you don't know what your own personal goal is how is it that you're ever going to be able to find a way to measure if your goals and the other person's goals are, are workable you can like to spend all the time in the world with somebody but if you don't feel like there's any common ground on you know once you get past all the you know, basic nicenesses and just you know having fun you know what's what is there left to work with is there something to for both of you to you know put your claws into that you're going to be able to both find a way to get something for each other because in any relationship it is basic human nature for each one of us to want to get something out of it and in a working successful relationship there has to be something that each of you feel like you're getting out of it that the other person brings to the table that nobody else can and that's what you're looking for that doesn't mean that every single moment is going to be one of bliss it's not necessarily that um, that there isn't going to be problems or issues it's how you get through those issues you know, and it's the same way in the business world too is that there's always going to be problems that come up one of the biggest things that I've always tried to teach my kids is that uh, you know life is a really messy place and it doesn't matter if it's your personal life or your business life is that life is messy and it's not about the mess it's how you get through the mess and one of the things that I always try to work with my customers on is that there was a product that I was selling to them that I had no uh, part in the production of that product. It was being sent uh, from overseas and we were getting it. So I had faith in the companies because we had do our, done our due diligence on our side to, to make sure that we went through a process of evaluating those particular manufacturers. But at the end of the day 
I and the people, my cokers that I worked with, none of us had a hand in that production. So there's a certain amount of faith that you have to have in your manufacturers, and then there's a certain amount of you know, that things could potentially happen. And I always try to be very upfront with my customers is that you know um, we have much faith in this manufacturer, but there are times where you know, something may arise. I can't, you know, I, I can't do anything about that. But what I can commit to you is that if you come and tell me that there is an issue, is that I'm going to be right there. I am going to do whatever it takes to make sure that that gets taken care of. And um, I will, you know, make sure to do whatever is possible to make sure you're taken care of. On the other hand, I would also let my customer know is that, you know, this relationship goes both ways too, is that, um, you know, I'm willing to take any accountability that falls on our side. But what I'm going to ask for rate in return is that if there is something that, sorry, I have a little itch there. Uh, if there's something that goes on on your side, you know, if uh, somebody didn't handle, you know, the product the right way, um, if somebody didn't store it the right way, somebody didn't do part of the process as it was, is that, you know, my expectation is that you're going to take accountability for your part too, because that makes it where is a working relationship, is that everybody's accountable for of their own sides. And, and even if it's something on their side that they did, there may be something if I know that they did it on their end, that one, maybe there is something that I can do that's not going to cost them more money. I can't guarantee them that, but I'm certainly going to try that, try to do what I can for them because they're being upfront and honest with me. They're coming to me and telling me that this happened and this is what would happen. It, it was a mistake that somebody made there. And at the end of the day, we are all human. And you know what humans do? Humans make mistakes. You know, there was something that I, I put out today, and it was about is that, you know, um, mistakes are mistakes, and they're going to happen. You know, it's just that how are we going to move forward with it? A mistake is an opportunity to learn from it and move forward. And in order to have a successful relationship, you have to be willing to take accountability. So if something is going on or something has happened in your um, work or personal relationship, you have to be willing to accept accountability for it. Uh, it's one of the biggest things that I've tried to teach my kids um, as they're growing up and stuff is that uh, there's something to be said for taking accountability. That you know, It doesn't make the situation any easier, but it certainly makes it forgivable. It certainly makes where then, you know, people can put that trust, you know, back into you because if they take a moment and put themselves in your shoes, it gives them a chance to see that, you know, it is human, that it was not done intentionally. It wasn't done out of vengeance. Um, if it is, then obviously, um, you know, if it's in a work or a personal relationship, then if it's done out of vengeance, then that's a relationship definitely to walk away from. Uh, you know, I know the results of, of both of those two from a work-wise and personal-wise, that I was in a marriage that was not a good marriage. It was uh, very you know, ab abusive. And I knew that... Um, I needed to walk away from that because it was not good for me and it wasn't good for my kids. And, you know, if I stayed in that, what was I teaching my kids? I was teaching my kids that that if they were going to look for a relationship down the road, that it was acceptable for somebody to not treat you well, for somebody to be, um, you know, so selfish that all they thought about was themselves, that... Uh, it was okay to be in a relationship that is abusive where somebody doesn't treat you like as if you have no value. Um, those are all things that I didn't want for my kids. I 
want my kids to believe, to understand that that they're important people, that they deserve to be treated with respect. They deserve to have honesty. They deserve to somebody to be uh, compromising towards them. Those are all qualities that are important. It's the same way in a business relationship, is that if somebody is very vengeful and looking to try to put you at the center of something that you should have no accountability for, then either one, you know, hope if you have a boss that you go and speak with and talk with, they can put you in a different area, then that's a good place to continue to stay because you're out of that environment. But, but if there's no room for moving or if your boss, uh, you know, is not able to, you know, see your point of view whatsoever and it becomes a hostile or uncomfortable environment for you to be in, then that is not a successful work relationship. That is something that you definitely need to find a way to move away from um, because there's no way for you to move ahead, to move forward, because um, it's always going to be lingering on you. But successful relationships have horrible times. There are going to be many, many bumps in the road. And, you know, there, I, I'm pulling from personal experience is that even being in a new marriage, um, and you've got two people who have been single for a very long time, is that uh, it's not easy to want to compromise. It's not easy trying to, you know, put yourself in the other person's shoe. Uh, you've not had to do that for many, many, many years. And so, you know, it's not an easy process. And that's the key, is that it is a process to learn to work with the other person. It is a process to learn to see their point of view. It is a process to, you know, um, have to learn how to be accountable when a decision that you would have made wouldn't have been questioned whatsoever, or the way you like to do things would never have been questioned before. Now all of a sudden it's being questioned. You have to sit there and look at it and say, okay, is it my wanting to be right and having my way or just doing what I want to do more important than a relationship that works. Where where do you fall on that? You know, how do you look at that? Even if you've been in a relationship a really long time, you've been married a really long time, you know, do you tend to have a personality where you, you don't want to have to compromise at all? You don't want to have to to look at the other person person's point of view. So, you know, what what does it mean to work in a healthy relationship. And some of those things in working in a health relationship is that uh, communication is what keeps the relationship intact. Is like I was speaking about, you have to be able to communicate back and forth. And one of the biggest things that I have found is that with uh, you know a new marriage for myself is that uh, there was a difference in how we approach things. It's taken a long time, but I finally figured out on certain items is that uh, we're going to sit down and we're going to have a business meeting. And I had it all written down and I had it all outlined and everything else on a nice spreadsheet and stuff. We sat down and we had a business meeting. It is the first time we've actually gone through and talked about these different issues that we didn't walk away you know, uh, hating each other or in an argument. And that took a tremendous amount of work and effort um, on both of our parts when we sat down and went through it. Uh, you know, I was more than willing um, to put all the work in, write all that down and stuff. I could have very well said, why is this all on me? Why do I have to do this? Um, what am I going to gain out of this? 
know, I'm not going to gain anything. I'm going to be in the same spot that I am now. So if I want a different result, one of the people in any successful relationship has to be willing at times to be the one that puts the extra effort in. You know, there may be something else that I'm not going to put as much effort into, but he is. So, you know, it, it's just when that is going to happen, you know, it's going to happen at some point. So why can't I put in the effort now on doing this? Is my goal for this to work better or is it to be looking at who's doing what? I want it to be successful. Therefore, you know, I want to do the steps that it takes. Because if I've put, if I've done everything I possibly can and I keep putting out the effort and stuff, I can come back and say, I did everything. I've put all, I've, I've tried to do as many different things as I possibly can. That's the key to any successful personal relationship or business relationship. How much are you willing to put in? Loyalty. You know, are you loyal to that person? You know, whether you're personal or your business life, are you loyal to the process? You know, you've, you've made the commitment and you're loyal to it to a T. You know, you're not just along for the ride. You're not looking to see what you can get out of it. What are you lo looking to put into it? How loyal are you to the process? You know, under, and it's important too, is understanding that you need space whether it be your personal or business, is that it's really important to take time for your personal space, to have to have things that you do together or you have to have things that you do apart too. Because when you came into this relationship, you were, you were this person. Now, I was Kim when I came into this relationship. You know, my husband, he was his person. He had things he liked to do. I have things that I like to do. If we give those all up, then we lose who we are. And if you lose who you are, then you don't have anything to bring to the relationship. So it's so important that you continue to have things that interest each of you. And you continue to do those things. Because when you fill your own pot, then and your pot is full and you have it's kind of like when your car runs out of gas and you have to go to the gas station you have to fill the tank up and when you fill the tank up you've got fuel to get on the road again and do those things the same thing in a relationship you have to go and take time for yourself you have to fuel up you have to put the gas in and fill it up and get it all full and when, when you've Build that tank up, have the ability to go and participate in that relationship and give it everything that it deserves. So it's really important that you make sure that you take time for yourself and doing some activities that you, you like to enjoy. Here's another big one that is not easy for anybody. And it doesn't matter who you are. Um, no one, no one has, finds any joy in admitting that they're wrong at all. <laughs> because it doesn't feel good, right? Who likes to admit they're wrong? Whether it's in your personal life or in business, especially if you, know, you are working with a client or a customer, it is no fun making that call or going and seeing that person and having to take that on. It makes you feel bad about yourself. And who likes to feel bad? Who likes to feel adequate? Nobody does. So everybody likes to feel good about themselves all the time. But again, we are human and humans make mistakes. So difficult as it is, it's necessary for a successful personal or business relationship in order for it to continue. Like I said before, is that life is messy, things are gonna happen. And 
sometimes you don't have control over the things that happen and sometimes it's just a bad choice you made you know and i found a quote one time and i've always remembered it is that mistakes don't define who you are and it doesn't define your future so if you look at how much life you have had up to this point and you think of how much life is ahead of you and if something happens that is such a small small moment in time when you look at the whole sort of thing so it kind of helps to put in perspective is that yeah it's uncomfortable for a moment but it gives you an opportunity for a couple of things is that it gives you an opportunity to reflect gives you an opportunity to make a different choice. And three, it gives you opportunity, the way I always look at it is that it's a learning opportunity. And then I get, when I wake up the next morning, it's a brand new beginning because now I get to do something different based on what I've learned from that mistake that I made, right? So it's all about how we choose to look at things. Are you a person that is a glass half empty or are you a person that's a glass half full i tend to have more of a personality that it's a glass that's half full is that yep really sucks what happened and stuff but you know what i'm going to get up dust myself off and i'm going to move on and i'm going to you know renew my whole thought process of what it is that i want to accomplish and what i'm looking to do and i'm going to move forward and i'm going to hold my head up high and I'm going to say, you know what, I'm a really good person. I just happen to have made a bad choice at that moment. It's the same thing uh, when you're, you know, in a working relationship. Especially, it doesn't matter if you are working for a company or you own your own business. That can make mistakes. And it's about meeting those mistakes open arms and saying, yep, that sucks and stuff, but this is what I'm gonna do to correct it. And this is what I'm gonna do differently moving forward. So give yourself the opportunity. Here's another big one. And this one really focuses on um, relationships, uh, personal relationships, is date night. And uh, it is, Probably one of the most important is that it is so easy for life to get busy and having a million things to do. But there is a reason, and if you think about it, when you wanted to be with that person that is, you were willing to put other things aside in order to be with that person, to go and spend time with that person, to go out and do something with them, go on a trip with them, go venture, play game, whatever it is, you are willing to take time out for that in order to grab and build a relationship and then keep the relationship. Now you're in it. And if you're married, you've made that commitment to be with that person. That can't change. You have to make it a conscious effort to have a date every week. Go and spend time with that person to forget everything. You know, and date night too is especially if you have young kids, you have to kind of put some rules on the table. Uh, no talking about work, no talking about kids, no talking about uh you know, things that need to be done at the house or bills that have to be made. None of that can be spoken about. What has to be spoken about is just about each other. You know, how you've been feeling. You know, what's going on in your life. Um, if, how do you know if somebody's really upset? One of the person in the relationship. What are, what are, what are the key things that causing them to feel that way. Um, and just having fun. 
you know, laughing and getting back to laughing, uh, putting the phones away, not being drawn by phone calls or text messages. Now I do know if you have young kids, and, you know, a call comes is that, um, you know, that may be very inevitable. And certainly that I had young kids at a certain point too. And even now with my kids in their 20s and that if my, one of my kids wind up calling numerous times in a row and stuff, I know that I probably need to answer that because something could be really important for us. If I get off on the phone with them and find out is that they were just trying to reach me, is that, uh, and it's taken me time to learn to be that way, is that I have learned to say is that, um, you know, right now I'm in the middle of out having dinner with, you know, my husband and we're in the midst of doing this and stuff. And so I give you a call back later and getting off the phone with them because it's important to be present with that person that you're in the relationship with. Is how can you build anything if you let everything that's going on in one or the other's lives get in the middle of what it is that you're trying to spend time together? Because chances are, when you first were with that person, uh, you know the earth could have been crumbling around you, and you would have not even noticed because you would have been totally focused on being that particular person. It's really important to have that same interaction on a date night once a week. Make sure you're interacting with them. Make sure that uh, it's just the two of you that you're actually having one-on-one -on -one conversation. Uh, you know, because you know, six of the other days probably are, you know, have things you got to accomplish around the house, or you have to work late, or maybe you have to travel for work. Um, you know, if you have kids, you know, if they're involved in different activities, you probably got to make in one different activities that you need to get to. So you don't get the chance to have that opportunity. You get to the end of the night, you're so exhausted, and the last thing you want to do is have another conversation. You just want to go to bed so you can get some sleep. So if you have a date night, it allows you to catch up with each other, find out what's going on in each other's life and stuff, and reconnect. And remember why it is that you're with that person. Why you enjoy having the time with them. So I could go on and on and on and on about that. But and then also making sure too that the time that you're spending that it's quality. You know we can. You know I look at as quantity as. You know if you're living with your spouse or you're living with a significant other, you know, the quantity is that you're there day to day with each other, and so you. You know, if something's needed, uh, then you know you know that that person. But are you actually getting the quality of time? And that's where it then goes back to uh, date night. Or another thing that I'm a huge proponent of is taking a weekend getaway, or even if it's just overnight, taking an overnight getaway. Or you know, if if you know, you can't really afford to get away and stuff, do a staycation where you don't answer, if somebody were to come to your door, you don't answer the door. You turn your phones off, you know, or you turn it on silent. Don't answer the phone. Don't play games on the phone. Don't answer emails on the phone. You don't answer the phone. You do those things so that you actually are having a one-on-one -on -one interaction and stuff. One of the things that my husband and I have implemented is that since we got back from families out back home, there was a new game that I learned when we were at my mother-in-law's house. And uh, it's, I love it. Uh, I'm a word person. I love word games and stuff. And it just happens to be a word game. And it's something that he's, you know, played for a long time and stuff, and he enjoys it too. And so now we have made it a point that, uh, when we don't have a lot of things going on, that we'll sit and we'll have the TV on or sometimes not have the TV on, and we'll sit there and, and play the game. So we're interacting with each other and we're having fun. 
Uh, it brings me back to when my kids were growing up. And when I was growing up, one of the things that I loved most that I remember that was probably like the number one thing that I loved most from my childhood is that we used to have family game night. And I thought that was the best. I always enjoyed it. Uh, we would, you know, play numerous different games. Uh, we, uh, my dad and my brothers and I would have these like little competitions going and have um, jackhammer uh, uh, challenges going. Loved it. I just just think the world. So when my kids, I had children and they were growing up, uh, I loved playing games with my kids. I would play games on a regular basis with. They would have their friends come over. I used to love to have them all sit down and we'd play games and stuff. My son, uh, him and his buddies were really huge poker and uh, they were always at my house every weekend um, and I would sit and play with them. And that was my social life while they were growing up. But I have such fond, fond memories and how much fun it was they all thought they were so cool and, and good and as they got older they actually did get really good so <laughs> uh, I lost a lot more than I won because they played it all the time and they were really good at it so it's important to find something of quality time that you can spend with somebody it, you know spending quality time with somebody doesn't always mean that you have to be going and spending money it just means that you're finding something you can do together that you can enjoy, that will bring laughter to the both of you, uh, that you can see that person you fell in love with. And when you create those opportunities, it gives you an opportunity to fall in love over and over and over again with that person because it gives you, it gives you an opportunity to remember why it is that you love them in the first place. So those, that's really important too, is finding that time to do that. So, <coughs> excuse me. Some other things that can be done in working together is that uh, creating, and I'm not, it's not something that you're required to do, but I am a huge proponent and uh, am known for not only doing this for my husband, but doing it for that I love uh, creating surprises. And it's just my way of doing something that they're not expecting. And then to see the reaction that they have uh, brings a lot of joy to me, is that they're excited, they had no idea, and they're like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And I'm like a little kid at Christmas to give a surprise to somebody and see excitement on their face. Um, to me, it's just about, you know, doing something for somebody that I care about. And you know, sometimes it's just something, and sometimes if it's a special occasion, it's, you know, me doing it because I just want them to know that they're really important or that I'm really proud of what they've accomplished or two of what they've So that's important too. Um, you know, Putting yourself in other person's shoes. And that's not an easy one to do. Uh, you know, we, because we all have so much going on in our own shoes that, uh, and when life is really busy, it's hard to put ourselves aside and look at what they may possibly be going through. You know, maybe things are really stressful at work right now. Know, or if they own their company, you know, maybe there's a lot of things they're trying to accomplish right now. And so starting a company and getting up and going is uh, it's not an easy task. It takes a lot of time, commitment. It doesn't mean that you don't love what you're doing, but it just means that in order for it to be successful, you have to put a lot of commitment time into it. So, you know, maybe, you know, that uh, other person on the other side of your relationship struggling with some of those right now so you know putting your taking time to put yourself in there seeing how how they're doing and being able to give them some uh, um, space and some uh, grace 
for what it is they're experiencing. Uh, another thing is, you know, being patient. This is something that uh, I am a ever-evolving um, student is in patience. Patience is probably one of the biggest times that I have when I make a list or uh, anybody that knows me really closely uh, knows whether it be in personal life or in my business life is that patience is not one of my better attributes because uh, my focus is always is that you know, there's certain things to be need to be achieved and so I'm going to do whatever it takes to get that done whether it's something that needs to be done at the house or for the kids or for whatever it's like I'm boom 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 and I have no patience for things not going the way that I feel that they go it comes into my business life in the same way. I'm all about, you know, uh, and, and, you know, I think that some of that comes from all the years of dance that I did is that, you know, we were in a situation, or situation is probably a bad term, but we were in an environment that created that if you just kept working really hard over and over and over again, that, you know, you would succeed, you would overcome whatever it is and stuff. And in that environment, that was very true. But you get outside of that environment of life, and that's necess not necessarily the case. Um, you know, sometimes that you have to learn how to be patient. There's a process. And, um, you know, I'm in the midst of trying to accomplish a lot of things in my own personal business and people that I have working with me to help me in the success, I come back to them all the time. And I'm like, well, you know, when can we have this done? When can we have this done? And they are always so gracious to remind me that uh, some of the things that have to get done uh, is a process and that it takes a little bit longer. And I'm always okay, and I'm having to, you know, learn that um, I have to be okay with that. I don't have to like it, but I have to be okay with it. I have to deal with it, and I just need to put, uh, you know, my impatience aside and learn that it is what it is, and it's not going to change, and getting upset about it isn't going to make it go any faster. So, you know, we all have choices and is that you know, have to be patient we can do one or two things we can be impatient get choice not to and get upset and find ourselves creating a bunch of different issues for ourselves that didn't need to be there but that's obviously a choice we obviously have a choice to go down that road uh, but then there's the other choice and that is is either being patient or learning to be patient. Sometimes, uh, you know, being in certain, certain situations doesn't come And I know that very much so. But you know, learning to be patient is just as important as because when you learn to be patient, it allows you to gain that experience so that as other things come up, that your patience is going to be required it makes it a little bit easier to get through it the next time. So I'm a ever evolving student under the word patience. So with that being said, uh, here's another thing too, is encourage your partner to be independent. That making them understand that it's important that they for themselves um, it's one thing to say that you both need to have your own things but sometimes uh, you know one or the other uh, feels that now that they're in this relationship stuff that they're to just kind of give up their independence and it's important that you let them know that um, you find it important one of the things that attracted you to them is they were independent they were able to be on their own one of the biggest keys to 
relationship is that you're both independent, that you don't need to have each other in your life, is that you are there to be in a that's a huge difference, is that you get to be in each other's life and you get to be there to help be part of it, bring something more to the table, not to create an environment for a person. Those are really, really important things. It's things that I try to um, tell my kids as they're in an age, 20s now, where, you know, looking to in relationships up and the potential for those relationships being committed relationships or marriage as they go down the road. But those are important things to remember. You want to, you want to be person. You want to be independent. You want to be able to take care of yourself. That way, when you're, again, when you're on full, just like when you go to fill up your car at the gas station and you fill that gas tank up and it's full, that then you have something to give. If you do not fill up your tank for yourself as a person, you don't have anything to offer in a relationship because you're still busy trying to fill your own tank. And then you look for the person to fill the tank. And they can't do that. And that's not what their job is, is to fill your tank. So if you find that, you know, for your significant other or your spouse, but you notice that they're you know, giving up things, you know that they enjoy and about who they are as a person, you can encourage them to take those things back up, you know, or is there reason? You know, what's their reasoning? Give them an opportunity, and maybe it's something they're struggling with. But that's a great opportunity to, to talk about there. There was, uh, there's one thing I wanted to touch on too, is that I want to find here in, um, that I found is that uh, it is the, <coughs> excuse me. Yes, here it is. The three C's of a successful relationship. Communication, compromise, and commitment. If there's anything that you can take from today, it is these three three words. It is communication, compromise, it is the three very important uh, terms to a, to a successful relationship. It also is the three keys to um, a healthy business relationship is that communication between you and whoever it is that you're working with, that there is the ability to compromise um, when a given situation uh, is necessary, and that you're both committed to the process. Because if you're both not committed to uh, the success of a project or gaining a, a client um, or whatever it is that your goals and missions are, then there's a problem. Because one or, chances are then that person is not gonna be able to bring to the table or feel like they're going to commit to putting the time in that it's necessary to reach that goal. So if you don't have all three C's, when it comes to working business relationship, you need to take another look at it. You need to figure out, is all the correct people working on this project? If you own your own, you have the right people that are working with you in your company. They don't feel that they feel the same way on communication, compromise, and commitment. Then maybe it's not the right fit. Because they have to, You, especially if you own your own company, you want people working there that they feel that they have just as much to the company you do. Because if they believe in your company as much as you do, then they're going to want to do a good job, that they're going to represent, that they're going to be able to bring that compassion out. They are talking with their people to get the business. 
it's very, very, very important in your personal relationship that you have to have communication to be successful. You have to be able to compromise. You have to be able to uh, commit. But if, if commitment means then is that no matter how bad it gets, that you can find your way to the other side. And you know, I have found that in my own relationship is that you know when I thought that was at a point what are you know what are we doing and stuff that we have been able to get to that other side and be able to see what it was that we first saw in the other person and found a way to grow from what it is that you know we were dealing with so it's really important that find a way to commit to each other so with that being said I found a where to go here. I love quotes because I just think that it really has a way of when you talk about different of putting it in a way that um, we all have different ways of processing just need to have it said to us in a different form. And so my hope is that different types of quotes that I find, the information that we've discussed will be brought together in a way that will resonate a lot too and whatever it is that you don't have to be having something going wrong in your life to look at or hear something and say, you know what, maybe, maybe there's you know, something I'd like to look Maybe I'd like to approach something. Um, and that's important too, is that we don't have to have something wrong in our personal business relationship to work on to build to be a better version of ourselves. It just gives us the ability to be a better version of ourselves, to bring more to the table. Because life is about a process, right? That as much as difficult situations, allow us to build our character and become more of the person we want. It is different things that we choose to educate ourselves on that allows us to be proactive within ourselves of cha making changes for ourselves that are of positive nature for ourselves. So the, this quote that I found is, don't cut down the whole tree just because you have harvested Harvested once. And this is by Cosmos Onowoke. I can't even pronounce the last name. Onowoke, I believe is how you pronounce it. Don't cut down the whole tree just because you harvested it. You have to give time for growth. You know, it's when you plant a tree or your bush, it has flowers on it and stuff, and it's very pretty small but when you let it grow every year it keeps getting bigger and better and the flowers get bigger and it harvests more it's the same thing about relationships is that you can't just think that you know the first first go around that you're going to get everything and then you know you just walk away it takes time you have to put a lot of love and attention towards it and when you do that then it allows it to grow it allows it to get bigger it allows it to uh, flourish more give you more produce and so I hope that you will take something away from that because I think that it really says something let me say it one more time. Don't eat, cut down the whole tree just because you only have this once. I hope that the, all of you have a wonderful day, no matter where you are in the day, um, and that you take a moment, put into your relationship, whether it be business or personal, and where where can you find a way to nurture that relationship or nurture yourself to better person in that relationship.
And with that, as I always say at the end, is there's our goals, there's goals we want to achieve. Imagine if we were to get out of our own With that, I will look forward to seeing you all tomorrow. And um, we will touch on another area that we can hopefully find a way to grow from. If you have any questions or, or looking for any kind of references, um, I have a bunch of different sites that I've gotten information from and I'm more than happy to share them with you. So please feel free to put them in the comments. And I will talk, look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Take care.